Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, August 15th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Six police officers hurt in an eight-hour-long standoff with a gunman in Philadelphia. Stocks plunge on growing recession fears. One-third of Americans say they cannot afford a vacation this year. The IRS will revoke passports for those owing big money and back taxes. A pro-choice group announcing prepaid gas cards for women seeking an abortion. Also coming up, my message of the day, how much the Democratic presidential candidates are worth. But first, six Philadelphia police officers injured after a lone gunman opened fire from inside his home. The standoff lasting more than eight hours, starting when cops arrived to serve a narcotics warrant. Convicted felon Maurice Hill eventually surrendered after speaking with his lawyer. None of the injuries to the police officers listed as life-threatening, but the incident highlights the violence associated with the drug industry. All eyes on the stock market after the Dow Jones Industrial Average plunged 800 points amid growing fears of a U.S. recession, with key predictors indicating the economy could slow down in the months ahead. Global markets also showing signs of a major downturn, Sadly, because of politics, some Americans actually want a recession. Also on the economy, nearly one-third of us say we can't afford a vacation this year. According to Bloomberg, 33% of American families are unable to travel in 2019, citing high fuel costs, mounting debt, a lack of disposable income. Instead, millions are opting for staycations, finding fun activities close to home. The IRS will soon strip American citizens of their passports should they owe more than $52,000 in taxes. The Fed's confirming plans to enforce the, quote, Fixing America's Surface Transportation, or FAST, Act that allows them to deny passport renewals to those who may flee the country over crippling debt. The law could apply to more than 400,000 Americans who are delinquent in paying their taxes. A pro-abortion group announcing plans to provide prepaid gas cards to women needing an abortion and needing to travel to get one. The National Abortion Foundation is doing this, saying that tough abortion laws are impeding women. Coming next, how much are the Democratic presidential candidates worth the message moments away. The housing market on fire all over the country with interest rates falling. It's a great time to sell your home. If you want to sell or buy, the competition is going to be fierce. You need a great real estate agent to help you. That's why my friend Glenn Beck started the service realestateagentsitrust.com as a way to make sure you get connected with agents who are successful, ambitious, like-minded, and eager to help you with your biggest investment. These are agents with a long track record of performance. There are no part-time or inexperienced agents in Beck's network. These are all professionals who have the tools and the talent to successfully take you through the process. Market value for your home cannot be done by a computer program or an equation. It takes years of expertise to evaluate your market and appraise your home to sell quickly for top dollar. These agents are experts in your town and they do business like you with your values. So get moving today with realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com.
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The Democratic Party believes in so-called economic justice and income redistribution to Americans who don't have very much. So let's take a look at what the candidates themselves have, according to Forbes magazine. So Tom Steyer, who just got into the race for president, is worth $1.6 billion. He's a hedge fund manager. He has no chance, but he's putting up a lot of money in order to harm President Trump. Former Congressman John Delaney of Maryland is worth $200 bucks. He got that money by working in the healthcare sector before he got into politics. Colorado Senator Michael Bennett, worth $15 million. He made his money before politics in an investment company. Now, here's an interesting one. Senator Elizabeth Warren, worth $12 million, but she really has never had a high-profile financial position. She's been a teacher, a consultant. She and her husband, nevertheless, in America, have amassed a $12 million fortune. Former Vice President Biden, now worth $9 million. He got his money through book deals and speaking engagements. That's what happens when you are president or vice president. Senator Kamala Harris, worth $6 million. Bucks. She is a wealthy husband. Beto O'Rourke, $4 million. Bucks. He has a wealthy wife. Bill de Blasio, who some believe is a communist, is worth $2.5 million. De Blasio has some New York City real estate ventures. $2.5 million for Mr. de Blasio. Bernie Sanders, also $2.5 million. He made his money on book deals, speaking, running around. Again, that's what happens when you become a famous politician. Governor Jay Inslee, the global warming guy from Washington State, is worth $2 million. Senator Amy Klobuchar, Minnesota, worth $2 million. Cory Booker, senator from New Jersey, $1.5 million. Got his money from stock investments in Netflix and Facebook. Wow. Governor Steve Bullock, Montana, $1.5 million. He owns some real estate in the Big Sky State. Writer Marianne Williamson, just worth $1.5 million. I thought it would be more. She's had a couple of bestsellers. But, you know, it costs a lot of money to buy those wind chimes and uh, keep yourself spiritually elevated. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand from New York, worth a million bucks. We don't know really how she has a million bucks, but she's got the mill. Andrew Yang, the Democrat who wants to give every American $1,000 a month, is worth $1 million. He got that from various entrepreneurial things. Julian Castro, the radical leftist down in San Antonio, is worth $700,000. Not bad. Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii, the congresswoman, worth a half million dollars, even though she has made her career in the military. And finally, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, only worth $100,000. Uh, by comparison, Donald Trump worth $3 billion. That is the message of the day. For more news analysis, please head on over to BillOReilly.com. You'll like it there. Coming next, something you might not know. Millions of Americans have been diagnosed with cancer or a serious illness, if you are one of them. And money is a problem. You're not alone. 
It's simple. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage for free to see if you qualify for cash now when you need it the most. Be ready to take down this number. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more and you are living with a serious illness, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage free to see if you qualify for cash now. So write this number down, 1-888-GUIDE-50. Totally free to call. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying them. Consider turning that life policy into cash. The number again, 1-888-GUIDE-50. 1-888-484-3350. 1-888-GUIDE-50. Call now. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The American economy has been completely reshaped over the past 20 years, mainly by tech industry. Companies like Apple and Amazon are two of the most profitable, but with success comes scrutiny. Tech companies are being criticized from both sides, creating strange alliances between people like President Trump, Ted Cruz, Bernie Sanders, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they all are demanding, Amazon and Google in particular, pay more taxes. So is the tech sector paying its fair share? Retail giant Amazon made $11 billion in profit in 2018, paid nothing in federal taxes. Amazon was able to do this by writing off business expenses like research, development, and marketing. The same thing for Netflix. The streaming service took in $845 million in profit in 18. They paid nothing. IBM made $500 million in profit in 2018, paid zero to the federal government. Twitter turned a profit for the first time last year, raking in more than a billion dollars, but paid nothing to Uncle Sam. Here's something you might not know. Not all tech companies are avoiding the tax man. Apple calls itself the largest taxpayer in the world. 2018, the company made $60 billion in profit, paid around $13 billion in taxes. That's reasonable. Facebook earned a profit of $22 billion, paid just over $3 billion in taxes. That's not reasonable. Alphabet Inc., the parent company of Google, Took in $31 billion last year, paid $4 billion to the government. Not much. To be fair, it's important to remember the tech industry's contribution to the American economy goes beyond tax revenue. It supports more than 18 million American jobs, providing over a trillion dollars in annual wages to workers. Again, to be fair, there should be a new tax law requiring very profitable companies to pay a minimum tax to the federal government. Again, to be fair. Back in a moment. It's an uncertain world out there, you know that. Disaster can strike at any time. So you need to be prepared to protect yourself and your family. One way to do that is with freeze-dried food. It tastes good, it's healthy, can be stored for 25 years. That's why I'm happy to tell you about a company I recommend, Wise Foods. I have experience with them myself. During Superstorm Sandy, I lost power for seven days, all 
of my refrigerated food done. But my food supply from Wise Foods was as fresh as the day I received it. Visit Wise Food Storage, one word, wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, and explore their starter kits and long-term emergency food options. They are even offering free shipping, plus a big discount of 25% off for my listeners. So please go to wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, or you can call 855-269-0501. That's 855-269-0501. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.